Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking about knowing the difference between your own thoughts and the voice of God or the voice of your spirit and understanding how to recognize when the Holy Spirit is leading you in a certain direction. Um, and this is something, you know, I really struggled with in my first, um, you know, in the beginning of my Christian walk, I remember always thinking, and it was like a constant battle, like, is this my mind? Is this the voice of the Holy Spirit? You know, and just trying to recognize, Lord, how are you leading me? And how do I know what's just my own thoughts? And what is your will? And so today I'm going to share with you some truths that are going to greatly help your life. And I encourage you, if you're listening to this and you're able to, to take notes, because these things changed my life and I believe that they're going to change your life. And so I have several things written down here. Some of them I even learned more recently. Um, and I definitely have not arrived in this area. And this topic is honestly, we could talk about this topic for hours on end, but I'm just going to share with you some of the main things that have really, really helped me in this area, being able to decipher, okay, I can recognize this is the prompting of the spirit. I'm going to go with this and I'm going to, I'm going to act on this. Um, and so the first thing I have written here is understanding that whatever is from the spirit is going to rise up from within your spirit, right? Whenever we talk about being led by the spirit or, or being uh, hearing from the Holy Spirit, you have to understand that he's not out here. He's actually only inside of you. If you've given your life to Jesus, the leading of the spirit doesn't come from out here or up down from heaven. It actually comes from up within your innermost being, right? He dwells on the inside of you, okay? And so I wanna read you this scripture, Proverbs 19, 21. It says that many are the plans in the mind of man, but it is the Lord's purpose that will rise up or will arise. Many are the plans in the mind of man. So many times, you know, if you're seeking direction from the Lord on something as to whether you should do something, we have all kind of reasonings in our mind, right? Our mind is constantly running with logic. We're, we're thinking things through. Many are the plans in the mind of man, but it is the Lord's purpose that will rise up. So I want you, the first thing in recognizing the difference, understand where is it coming from? The voice of your spirit, the voice of the Holy Spirit, he's going to talk to your spirit. The Holy Spirit communes with your spirit. God is a spirit. He doesn't communicate to your mind. He communicates to your spirit and things from your spirit will float up or rise up and enlighten your mind. But it doesn't originate with your mind and it doesn't originate from out here somewhere because many people are looking up to God saying, God, send an answer down. But really, we need to turn inward to look to the inward witness, to look to the spirit living within, right? To look to our spirit. God communicates with your spirit. And so thoughts, your own thoughts and your own reasonings, and even thoughts from the enemy, they originate without here, what it looks like in the natural, right? Things that are coming to you from the outside are outside thoughts. And so what's so powerful about this is the, the, the enemy's battlefield is in your mind. Okay, that's why this is very important to renew the mind, to get your mind under subjection to your spirit, because you know, your, your, your mind is really where the battlefield is taking place. 
right? And the enemy can send thoughts from the outside, but what the enemy can never do is he can never imitate that inward witness, that, that prompting or that leading that comes up from within your spirit that can never be imitated by the enemy. So that's why this is so powerful. So this is the first thing I want you to catch, knowing the difference between your own thoughts, your own reasonings, and the voice of your spirit. The voice of your spirit, right, is going to come up from within and enlighten your mind. Your own thoughts are many times going to be dictated by outward circumstances and just your own reasonings, right? It's going to be coming from out here. And we're going to talk about practicals, how you can get better at deciphering these. So let me keep going. So the next thing I have here is Romans 8. I want to read you this. Romans 8, uh, verse 14. It says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So the only qualification for you to be led by the Spirit is that you are born again, that you're a child of God. You don't have to be saved for 15 years in order to be led by the Spirit, to, to, to understand that inward witness, that inward leading, the voice of your spirit. You, don't, you, there's, you cannot earn it. If you are born again, if you've given your life to Jesus, right, you're a child of God, you can be led by the spirit of God. Verse 16, jumping down, Romans 8, 16, it says the spirit himself bears witness together with our own spirit, assuring us that we are children of God. First thing I want to touch on, the spirit himself, that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit bears witness together with our spirit, right? So we are, we are a spirit. We have a soul, which is your mind, and we live in a body, right? So you have to understand that the three-part person, and I have some podcasts on that that you can listen to, but understand that the Holy Spirit, he is bearing witness with your born-again spirit. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you, so your spirit is joined with the Holy Spirit. They're in constant fellowship. So your spirit knows a lot of things that your mind doesn't know yet. And so whenever you need to be led, your spirit can pass up things to your mind. There will, think, there will be things that rise up out of your spirit and enlighten your mind when you need to know it. You don't need to know everything, but the things that you need to know, and when you give attention, you turn inward, you say, Holy Spirit, you know, you give attention, you turn, not out here, you turn to your spirit and you look for that leading, right? It's coming from the Holy Spirit that's bearing witness together with your spirit. And so what I really wanted to hit on here was where it says, assuring us that we are children of God. And so that word assuring. So, how, okay, going back to what, what is the question here? How do we know the difference between our own thoughts, our own ideas, and the leading of God's spirit, the voice of the spirit? The, the, the promptings of the spirit, the voice of the spirit carries assurance and it carries peace. Your own thoughts, you know, many times because people can be like, I'm so confused. The Holy Spirit is not the author of confusion and he is not the author of unrest. So the, the, the voice of your spirit carries assurance assurance and peace. The Bible says that we will be led forth with peace. In Colossians, it talks about letting the peace of God be the umpire deciding questionings that arise in your mind. The peace of God, not necessarily peace in your mind, but peace and assurance in your spirit. Your mind can have a lot of questions, right? But your, your spirit 
Your spirit, it brings peace and assurance. I know that I need to do that. I don't understand why. I don't necessarily understand why God would be leading me to do that. It seems in the natural that I should not do this or whatever, but there will be a peace. There will be an assurance. So look for that. That that voice of the spirit is going to bring you assurance. It's going to bring you peace. And it's not going to bring you confusion. When you start getting over into confusion and unrest, it's probably because you're dealing with your own reasonings. Your own reasonings are what is going to bring confusion and unrest. And so I want to talk more about that. Um, And I'm going to talk about, first I'm going to talk about the problem, then I'm going to give you the solution. So keep listening. And, And I would encourage you to write these down. Confusion enters when we mingle our own reasonings because many times the holy spirit is always prompting us he is committed to guide you he is absolutely committed to guiding you the problem is that many times we either miss it because we're not paying attention or we enter into confusion because we take what the prompting of the holy spirit is and we mingle in our own reasonings hebrews 4:12 talks about how the word of god divides between soul and spirit So we want to divide soul and spirit. We want to divide our own thoughts, our own reasonings from the leading of the spirit, from what God, what are you saying to me? We want to divide those. The problem is confusion enters many times when we, we don't divide. We actually mingle the voice of the spirit with our own reasonings and with our mind, with the soul, with the thoughts of the soulish realm. And this comes in two ways. And I want you to keep these in mind because I guarantee you, you, maybe you've already recognized these two. I know I can pinpoint times that I've been guilty of both of these. The first one, uh, the first way we mingle our reasonings in is number one, when we hesitate. You know, many times the Holy Spirit will prompt you and instead of immediately acting on it, we hesitate. And what we do is we begin to run it through our own reasonings, right? We begin to think it through, man, well, how's this going to work? Da, da, da. You start introducing all of your own thoughts, your own questionings, your own reasonings. And then over time, because you haven't obeyed what the Holy Spirit was prompting you, now you're in confusion and you've actually lost your clarity because you have introduced your own reasonings and you've so mingled the two that you can no longer decipher what was the Holy Spirit even leading me to do? So that's why it's important when you feel that prompting to immediately obey. Not, not all the time. Sometimes there's more to be said. Sometimes the Holy Spirit prompts us because he wants to tell us more about it. But if it's something like in your day-to-day life, like if the Holy Spirit prompts you, hey, I want you to give this person that amount of money, that's not something you need to go home and pray about for three days. If the Holy Spirit prompts you, do it immediately. Do it immediately. Things like that. In your day-to-day life, the Holy Spirit will begin to prompt you. You act immediately. When you hesitate, you open the door to the enemy to introduce all kinds of thoughts. You introduce the door. Your flesh begins to rise up and fight against you and, 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 and mingle all these reasonings in. And that's where confusion comes in. Disobedience is always going to open the door, right? So when it's things that the Holy Spirit's prompting you to do in that moment, act immediately. Don't even run it through the mental realm. And trust me, I've been guilty of this. And you know, me and my husband, we were actually just talking about this, something that the Lord told us to do. Of course we did it. And, and we had every intention of doing it because we delayed a few days. We knew it was, and it was something huge, you know? And so we delayed a couple days and, and the enemy, let me tell you, he will begin to, um, torment your mind about it. 
And that's why the quicker you do it, the quicker you shut the door to those reasonings and those questionings. And even though we did it and we acted in obedience, looking back, we're realizing, wow, okay, we could, we could have acted quicker on that. Holy Spirit, we see that. Next time, we're going to go a little quicker on that. And when you, when you obey quicker, it keeps you in clarity, right? It doesn't even, there's no chance for you to mingle in your own reasonings. So that's the first one is when you hesitate. The second one, confusion enters in when we mingle reasoning. Firstly is through hesitation. Second one is by misinterpreting. Many times we can misinterpret a prompting. And again, I've been guilty of this as well. And I, hey, I'm still learning. We're all still learning, right? But each and every season of our life, we should be getting more and more skilled at these things, right? And so what am I talking about? Misinterpret. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will prompt you and I'll hear something. Um, let me try to think of an example. So, like, for instance, I, I've heard the Holy Spirit prompting, okay, a, a new season is coming. A new, like, I feel a change is about to come. And many times we can automatically, what we do is that that comes out from our spirit, it rises up from the spirit, and we automatically put our own interpretation on, oh, it must be this. It must be that this is going to happen. When really the Holy Spirit is prompting you, there's a new season coming because he wants you to turn to him. He wants you to start that conversation with the Lord and, and he's going to give you further instruction as to what it is. But many times that initial prompting, we can run off with it and misinterpret what God was saying. For instance, like if you feel like the Holy Spirit's saying a job change is coming, you could interpret that as, okay, well, God's calling me to, um, to, to get promoted. God's going to promote me at my same company. But really, he didn't say that. We've interpreted that, right? We add our interpretation, but really maybe the Holy Spirit's saying a job change. Maybe it's something totally different. You know, maybe it's that you're called to start your own business. Maybe it's, you know, whatever. So I encourage you to be careful that prompting you feel, don't mingle in your own interpretation. If it needs further interpretation, that's when you go to the Lord in prayer. You, you begin to seek the Holy Spirit. Okay, Holy Spirit, I feel you're prompting me in this. And it's not something where you can immediately step out in it, right? If it's just an initial prompting, okay, Holy Spirit, I need further interpretation. What, what exactly are you saying here? Um, before you just run off with something and put your own interpretation. And that's where confusion comes because people can say, well, I was following the Holy Spirit and it all went south. Well, maybe you were putting your own interpretation on what the Holy Spirit was trying to lead you in. Does that make sense? So, all right, now let's talk about, that's the, that's the you know, problem side. Now let's talk about, okay, how can we not do that? How can we, how can we not mingle in our own reasoning? Like I was saying, we want to divide between the two thoughts, the spirit of God. We want to divide the two. So let's read it again. Hebrews 4.12. It says, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It pierces or penetrates, even dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow. It discerns, which means to separate, it discerns the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So understand what is this saying? The key here is the word of God. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit is huge, but also you need the word. This is a word and spirit thing. You cannot have one without the other. It's the word of God that's going to help you to become skillful, more and more skillful in dividing soul and spirit. And so this is one way you can think about it that I was thinking about. The more, the more renewed your mind is with the word, the easier it is to discern the difference between your logic, your thoughts, 
and the voice of the spirit. Why is that? Because, you know, Jesus said the words that I speak to you, they are spirit. The word of God is spirit. Okay, stay with me here. The word of God is spirit. So the more your mind is renewed with the word, your mind is very familiar with the things of the spirit. As you grow in, in, in your Christianity and you begin to renew your mind, the more you spend time in the word, you have to spend time in the word. It's not that you're earning your leading. It's just that the more time you spend in the word, the better you're going to know the spirit, right? It's not about earning something. If you're a child of God, God is committed to leading you, but we have to spend time in the word because the word is spirit. So the more familiar your mind becomes with the spirit, it becomes a lot easier for your mind to decipher, okay, this thought originated with my spirit versus this thought originated from out here or from my own reasonings, right? It becomes very easy to know the difference. And I can honestly tell you in my own life, seasons where, you know, there was a season in my life where I was working part-time and I was spending hours in the word, okay, hours. And I don't necessarily, I'm not spending quite as many hours in the word these days because I'm working full time at this, at this time. But I remember at that time, so much of the word, I mean, it was so easy for me to decipher everything in my spirit. I mean, I, 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 it was like loud as day when, my, when I would feel something rising from my spirit and lightening my mind. I mean, it was so clear. Like it wasn't even like difficult for me to have to try to like decipher between the two. But as life gets busier and many of you, you know, if you're if you're working full time, you've got a family, you've got a lot going on, we have to be careful that we don't miss those promptings. We have to be careful that we take time to turn, not not turn up to God and ask for him to send an answer down, but to turn to our spirit and to say, "Okay, Holy Spirit, I I'm giving attention to what what it, what is my spirit leading me to do in this situation?" We have to be attentive to those things. And the more you renew your mind with the word, the more you meditate on the word, the more familiar your mind is with the things of the spirit. And it's very easy for you to catch. And it's, and it's, and you're going to live in a lot greater clarity, right? And we're all in a work of progress. If you're watching this and you're thinking, let me tell you, I've missed it. Hey, so have I, we've all missed it a time or two, but as we grow in our knowledge of these things, right, we want to live more and more accurate lives. We want to live closer and closer to those every prompting where we're quickly obeying, right? So that we can stay in the perfect will of God. And maybe you're watching this and you're thinking, you know what? I've missed it. Well, you need to go back to what's the last thing that the Lord spoke to you to do and you need to do it. And if you're thinking, I can't, you know, the door has closed, whatever. You need to ask the Lord, Lord, get me back in your perfect will. What do I need to do to get back in your perfect will for my life? And then you begin to give attention to that peace in your spirit, to that leading in your spirit. What is coming up from your spirit and enlightening your mind and quickly act on it. Don't, like we said, don't mingle in those reasonings. Don't question, get in agreement and, and move forward, right? In those things. And I believe that God is going to get you right where you need to be. You're going to, and as you, as you practice these things, you're going to live a, uh, in more and more profit. The Bible says that the spirit is given for our profit, for our benefit. These are things for your benefit. So we want to get in on this, right? We want to become skillful in this. And I believe that as you put these things into practice, you're going to see that leading begin to manifest more and more in your life in Jesus mighty name.
this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.